I think I could tell you about her. Okay, sophomore year. Sophomore year? Sophomore year is the shit. Because you're no longer a freshman. So you un- went through all the pitfalls. You kind of found your little groove, so to speak. It ain't, it's, it's not as good as a junior year, but sophomore year, that that is. Also, you get to learn how to drive. You know, it's it's a real cool year. Well, <laughs> had this keyboard class, this typing class, and the beginning of the second semester was starting. And I remember this girl from afar. But now, because of the seating arrangements, she's sitting right across from me. So I'm like, I look straight ahead and she's looking dead at me. So (laughs) I'm still introverted, but. After I'm around somebody long enough, eventually I'm going to talk to them. Before I talk to her, it was probably maybe about a week, maybe two, after she moved her chair or she moved her her seat. uh, I saw her in the hallway with this kid I did not like. I didn't like him because he kind of, he was a fucking bully. What I would consider a bully. So, I saw him kissing. I was like, okay. So, like, the next day, I'm sitting across from her. And she's staring past me out, out the window, just looking just off into the distance. You know, you could tell whenever somebody's looking at something and whenever somebody's just off in their own world. So I look at her and I said, you thinking about that dude, ain't you? And she looked at me, eyes just wide, wide open. She was like, how did you know? And I was like, yeah, I got her. Okay, <laughs> I got fun with this shit. <clears throat> From that moment on, I had this little game where I just like I just like to stare at her. I would just stare at her. She she was facing me. She couldn't turn a chair. Nothing. <laughs> the shit got so fucking bad that the the number uh, the number row key like. One through zero, zero through nine. I don't know. That's how much I know about this shit. I didn't learn how to use those keys because I was staring at her the whole fucking semester. At least that that part. So <laughs> I would just sit there and stare at her. And she would look at me and be like, what? <laughs> Why do you keep fucking staring at me? <laughs> I just love doing that shit. I just like looking at her and she was like 
plain Jane, you know. It wasn't anything outlandish about her, but she kept her shit neat. She kept her shit clean, tight, tidy. So, I don't know how we started writing each other, but man, I've never written another girl as many times as I've written her. Until this day, as far as correspondence, text messages, emails, hours on the phone, letters back and forth in school, nobody has exceeded the number of correspondence that we had. But like for the rest of the year, we would write each other. And then I remember feeling this sadness Whenever it was like the last day of school, and I, my mom whooped my ass if <laughs> she caught me talking to a girl on the phone. It's, girls are just off limits. I had to stay home, couldn't do anything. So I just knew I wouldn't be able to talk to her until the beginning of the year. Junior year come around. And, uh, oh, backtrack. Sophomore year, whenever she would enter letters, she would write, I like, question mark, you like, question mark. I was naive. She was like the first girl I ever really talked to like that. No, there was one before her. But, yeah, I didn't know what she was saying. I was naive. I I didn't know. So junior year come around, and now I kind of have an idea because I had all of her letters, I would just read them and shit, you know, throughout the summer. So, Junior come around, and yeah, I want to pick up where I left off, you know, and it was, it wasn't what it was sophomore year, but we we were still very much friends. Senior year, we even had a class together senior year, early bird PE, but we didn't, we never really talked, but uh, yeah, senior year, that was fucked up, because mom, she kicked me out the house for talking to another girl, that's probably the reason why I wasn't talking to her as much, because I was talking to somebody else. Yeah, senior year was fucked up. But it gave me like a little taste of freedom now. Anyway, back to her. I remember graduation night. I think I gave her a card. And then I don't even remember this shit, but she told me <laughs> I bought some fucking flowers. And I took it to her job one day because she worked for a school as like a secretary or something like that. So I guess we bumped into each other once, maybe twice after graduation. But after graduation, you know, she, she was just a memory. I still had her pictures and shit. You know, I never forgot about her. So fast forward, 
years ahead. Now Facebook is around. And I hear from her. And I've never liked social media, truth be told. So I feel awkward. I'm like, I don't know what this shit is about. I'm just getting on here. But hey, how's it going? And we kind of turned up our conversation because prior to Facebook, we did exchange a few emails every now and then. But, you know, I don't know. She just seemed flaky to me because we would start to talk and then I would just stop hearing from her, you know. But Facebook, whenever she was on Facebook, man, we just talked and talked and talked and then exchanged numbers and talked and talked and talked. And talked. Come to find out she was getting a divorce. So that's the reason why she was available to talk now. And I'm like, oh, I sat there and felt so bad. But then after I understood that, I looked at her completely different, differently. And I started to see the old her. And man. Whenever I talk about the hours that we spent on the phone talking, it was almost like we was back in high school. But it didn't take long. It only took maybe six weeks, maybe two months. And she was talking about, you know, visiting her. And once again, just like social media... You know, it's, I got a daughter I'm taking care of. I got to be close to. You know, I may hang out with my friends and stuff, whatever. But, you know, as far as, like, going out of state, taking a little vacation, so to speak, you know, it's... But with her, it's like this little voice in the back of your head. <laughs> it's like... I guess you would call it instinct. It's like, you know what? This one time, let's do let's do this. And I'm like, this shit's fucking crazy because I'm stepping outside of my fucking comfort zone here. But I'm like, all right, because your birthday is on the 14th and my birthday is on the 15th. So why not have a birthday together? You know, it's, I mean, we were friends in high school and whenever I got there, we met at a restaurant parking lot and she looked so happy. She was just jumping up and down. And it was just like seeing her in person was completely different. I was like, wow, okay. But it was like, it wasn't trying to match up what I expected to see. It was trying to soak in the moment for what it was. 
so I had to pause. But yeah, she jumped up in my arms and, you know, it was like a huge hug. And I'm like, I can't believe it. She, she just has so much fucking energy. She was just, I'm like, damn, I, I can't believe I'm here. So she's like, let's go back to my place. And we went back to her place. Got my stuff out of the car. We made it inside. Sat on the couch. And it's just like, I'm just trying to soak it in. I'm, I can't believe it's, <laughs> I can't believe it's you, you know. I can't believe I'm here. It's just, just, just crazy. And we just had kind of small talk. She asked me if I wanted a cup of coffee. I said, sure. I remember the flavor, Madagascar vanilla. And, uh, yeah, she sat back down. And we started talking about something again or whatever. And I guess maybe she could tell that I was nervous. <laughs> Cause I had a fucking pillow I was holding on to <laughs> as if it was like a fucking life raft or whatever. But, uh, she reached over with her right hand and rubbed like my shoulder. And it was like that kind of touch that makes your muscles feel like butter if anybody's ever had a good massage before, it's like you don't really feel the touch. You just feel the relief. And, man, I was like, because I knew that touch. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'll jump back. And I asked, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? I was like, you, you, you. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I guess so. You know, so we chatted a little longer, and I guess it's going on like 10, maybe 11. And I'm like, I still don't know if this is going to be a friendly visit or if it's going to be a friendly visit. But she was like, well, you can have the bed. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then she said, do you mind if I sleep in the bed with you? <laughs> and I was like, hell, motherfucking yeah. <laughs> so I remember moving my stuff into her room. And she was in the bathroom. And I just remember seeing just blue all around her for some reason. I know she, she had blue eyes or whatever, but it was just, I don't know. I think she, I mean, she had like a blue, sh you know, t-shirt, blue shorts or whatever, but I, I don't know. I, I just remember just seeing blue. She hopped in the bed. We chatted a little longer. 
And then I remember it was just like we both kind of went in for for a kiss at the same time. It was it was just like you know how like you're face to face and you keep getting closer and it's like, well, you know, either we're going to butt heads or we're going to fucking kiss. <laughs> and man, that kiss, it just like fucking like ignited some shit and like the whole fucking weekend was like fucking cosmic because that was a Friday night. And I didn't leave until Sunday morning. But, I mean, we we joked because we said we had to leave the house so we can say that we left the house. If anybody asks how our birthday went, you know, yeah, we went and we did this. And, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> we didn't leave the fucking house. It was like, <laughs> how'd the birthday go? Uh, we didn't really leave the house. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like you fucking told on yourself and said what the fucking weekend was. That wasn't the purpose. But it was... You just can't, can't describe it. I remember on my way back home and I'm like, this is the best fucking birthday I have ever fucking had. And that feeling just spiraled. And it's like they talk about how people fall in love or whatever it is whatever term people want to use for it you know it's like they <laughs> they just become completely blind that anything else this is the only thing that that they're drawn to like a moth to a flame i mean and there was just there was just so much there was just so much there And it's fucked up because even to this day, I still measure anything that I have to how I felt during those moments with her. Because, I mean, if it's not fucking fireworks, you know, you can generate fireworks, but some chemistry is just, is just... You can't create shit. <laughs> you can't. She set the fucking bar. It's fucked up whenever you get married to somebody <laughs> and they know they can't reach that bar. But I mean, goddamn, you gotta make a fucking attempt. But that's a different podcast. A different recording. Man. They say it's better to love and lost than to never loved at all. 
that's a loss that I don't know. That's why I'm like, whenever people say, yeah, you know, I love this person, but I'm like, so you felt what I felt? Because <laughs> if I felt heartbreak and you felt heartbreak, I wonder how the hell you did that shit because it, it's like somebody pulls a rug from underneath you, you know? You can't see past it. You can't. Whenever you're heartbroken, like the real heartbreak, I'm, and this is just my opinion, I may have an, an epiphany tomorrow and believe something completely different, but it's like, it seems like there's some type of loss that people have that they can't see past so like a mother you know she has I guess it's called stillborn or whatever whenever the baby passes away before you know it comes out you know she feels that loss for years you know it's something that that she can't see past like that loss kind of takes something from her you know, like a parent, you know, losing a child, you know, uh, like a widow or a widower. You hear about a couple that's been together for like years upon years and then one passes away and then almost immediately the other passes away. It's like. People seem to be connected somehow, some way, like strongly to others. And it seems like it's more than just an attachment. Like, in my opinion, like an attachment is something that you can control. Like, if you're attached to smoking cigarettes or whatever, you know, you could break the attachment. You know, if you work hard enough at it, you can quit smoking. But, like, <laughs> that connection that you have with your child or the person that you, like, really love, whenever that connection is severed and you can't see past it <laughs> and people are telling you, be happy, you know, you, okay, I'm, I got this bar that I'm measuring, you know, I'm supposed to forget about the bar. I'm supposed to forget about somebody that I I had a a deep connection with. It 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 puzzles me. But yeah, that girl. I seen the guy that she's with, and I hope he's a. I know he he's a he's a happy camper at that son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it's it's I don't know. I don't believe in interfering. I would probably know if I believed in interfering, but me reaching out and speaking to her. Nothing good will come of it. I'm certain.
so I'm gonna let that be. But I know that dude is happy though. Okay.